Welcome to Better Animal Handling, episode Center of Missouri, USA. I'm C.B. Chastain, your guide to better animal handling, and Abby, my cattle dog and gentle as a kitten co-host. Say hi, Abby. Our goals are to improve your knowledge of why domestic animals from Chihuahuas to Clydesdales act as they do and how to better handle them safely and humanely. Today's episode is on the natural behavior of cats. Our topics for this week include cat body language vocalizations, and behavior modifications caused by odors. Feral and domesticated cats are highly social, nocturnal, territorial, semi-arboreal, solitary predators. They prefer to sleep 16 to 18 hours a day and females are more social than males. A relaxed attitude is demonstrated by the cat lying on one side or sitting while its tail moves slowly. The cat's tail hangs down if walking in a relaxed attitude. Kneading of soft surfaces is a sign of contentment. Kneading is also one of the methods that cats mark their territory and possessions. When inquisitive or greeting an unthreatening animal or human, a cat's tail will be carried up. A cat on alert is characterized by assuming a frozen, sitting, or lying posture, rapidly flicking of the tail, and dilated pupils. Walking tiptoe with its head down is an aggressive posture. Aggressive body language also includes raised hair on the back and ears erect but swiveled to the side or back against the cat's neck. Fear is exemplified by attempts to hide, flattened ears, crouching, arching the back, salivation and spitting, and dilated pupils. Cats will play fight to determine social rank. A common technique is to lie on its side with its abdomen exposed and head up. An approach may trigger a scratch or a bite. This type of aggression may be directed toward a handler when he tries to pet a cat's abdomen. Efforts to pet a strange cat's abdomen should be avoided, even if the cat seems to be inviting it. Purring is a sign of contentment. Cats can often chatter their teeth. This is also called a chirrup, if they are excited by the sight of a prey. Meows are used to call the attention of other cats or of their handler. Cats instinctively scratch objects in their territory to mark their territory, stretch their muscles, and clean or sharpen their claws. Softwood is preferred. Scratch marks are a visual marker 
but pheromones from the cat's paws also provide an olfactory marker. Both males and females will mark territory by spraying urine. Males spray to mark territory. Females spray while in heat to attract males. Urine spraying of territorial objects is intensified with the introduction of a rival cat. And territorial aggression is often triggered by another cat's odor. Clean and deodorized cat handling jackets should be worn when handling an aggressive cat to avoid territorial aggression response. Cats rub with their cheeks, a process called bunting, when objects stimulate a gape or when a subordinate meets a dominant cat. Scent glands next to their mouths produce chemicals that are smeared on objects and their handlers that the cat claims is its own by facial marking. Most domestic cats are inherently friendly. A few cats are always ill-tempered. If they're in good health, all are agile, extremely quick, and capable of causing serious injuries to handlers. Minimum restraint for the procedure to be done is the best means of handling cats. The most frequently reported behavior problem of cats is aggression toward its owner. Most often the cause is poor socialization of the cat as a kitten and poor handling techniques of owners. In particular, excessive restraint and rough play. Cat bites are more common in veterinarians and veterinary technicians than dog bites. Aggressively defensive cats do not pose a risk to human life. However, they can inflict serious injuries that can lead to impaired use of hands and loss of vision. Their first line of defense is their front claws. Besides causing painful injuries to arms and hands, cats will use their claws to strike at an opponent's eyes. Even superficial scratches can introduce bacteria, such as the bacteria for cat scratch disease or the subcutaneous fungus called sporotrichum. Lab or clinic coats with long sleeves should be worn when handling cats as a means of protecting against cat scratches. Back claws are a source of injury to handlers when holding a cat near the handler's body if the cat attempts to escape. Cats bite very quickly and let go quickly. They then will bite again if the threat does not retreat. The bites are deep penetrating wounds that can injure and infect joint capsules, tendon sheaths, and bones, particularly of the hands. Permanent injuries of the hand can result from cat bites. Socialization with humans involves handling and playing with cats, but Play should not involve using hands as simulated prey. Fishing play with cats using a rod, string, and feathered object is much safer. Domestic cats are very independent, especially if threatened. Their first reaction to a threat is to run and hide with no regard to where other cats are running or to other potentially dangerous things going on in the same area. In other words, cats will run first, and think later. Once hidden as well as they can, they'll often 
issue warnings like low grumbling growls and hisses and a rapid strike and retreat to threats that continue to approach. Cats telegraph their aggression more consistently than do dogs. A dominant aggressive cat may do little cowering or hissing before striking, but they'll have a fixed stare toward their opponent. Dilated eyes and their ears will be pulled back. They will stand confidently. Their tail will move back and forth to the sides with a flicking movement at the end of the tail. Their hair on the back will be raised and their whiskers will be elevated to a position where they stick straight out to the sides. Fearful, aggressive cats are more vocal and will flatten their ears and arch their back before striking, usually from a crouching position. They do not stare directly at the opponent and may present their side to what they perceive as danger. Cats that are socialized to people have less resistance to being handled and restrained. As a result, they're safer from self-inflicted or inadvertent injury from attempted escapes when being handled. Kittens should be socialized to other animals and humans outside the immediate family during the sensitive period for cats, which is two to seven weeks of age. Intercat socialization is particularly important during nine to 14 weeks of age. It's during this period that their focus shifts from social play to predatory hunting practice. Cats should be confined indoors or in appropriate outdoor containment such as catios and screen porches or mesh exercise tunnels. Disadvantages of cats roaming free outdoors include exposure to Infectious diseases, including rabies, feline leukemia virus, feline immunodeficiency virus, and feline rhinotracheitis virus. External and internal parasites being stolen and accidental or malicious injury from cars or trucks, other cats, dogs, and wildlife, including coyotes, foxes, alligators, cougars, and large raptors. If you have comments or you're interested in a particular animal handling subject, contact us at cbc at betteranimalhandling.com. Now let's recap the key points to remember from today's episode. Cats demonstrate their mental state by using body language. Their first line of defense, if fleeing or hiding are not options, is striking with their claws. Kittens should be socialized by gentle handling during the first two to seven weeks of age. Abby says it's time to wrap up this episode. More information on animal handling can be found in my recent books, Animal Handling and Physical Restraint, Concise Textbook of Small Animal Handling, and Concise Textbook of Large Animal Handling all published by CRC Press and and available on Amazon and for many other fine book supply sources. Additional information is provided at betteranimalhandling.com. This website has more than 150 past podcasts with notes on handling of dogs, cats, 
other small mammals, birds, reptiles, horses, cattle, small ruminants, swine, and poultry. Don't forget, serious injury or death can result from handling or restraining some animals. Safe and effective handling or restraint requires experience and continual practice. Acquisition of the needed skills should be under the supervision of an experienced animal handler. Thanks for listening. Abby and I hope you'll come back next week when I'll talk about routes of administration of medications to reptiles. Hey, Abby, do you have any tips for treating medical problems in reptiles? Oh, good advice. I will not try to kiss their owies. <laughs>